This is the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 25. Happy Bicentennial for those of you that are paying attention and use the word Bicentennial pretty often. Yeah, 25 episodes. It's been really cool. There's awesome things coming. Um, But yeah, head over to thechurchcollective.com. This past week, we launched a new series, uh, Music Theory, for the Nashville Number System from Dustin. And it's just been really, really cool and helping a lot of people already. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, head over to thechurchcollective.com and uh, find that post for Music Theory with the Nashville Number System. It's super awesome. In this episode, I talked with Shaylin Palmer about his pad loops about going into ministry, um, about going to school at Gateway. So there's just a lot of really great stuff in this uh, episode. So here we go, the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 25. So, um, Shaylin, why don't we start with your, your pad loops? I know a lot of worship leaders, it seems like you can ask almost anyone, and they know about them, um, they've heard them, they know somebody that uses them. Why don't you tell me kind of how, how that got started, what got you driving to do that? Uh, it started out with, like, a need specifically for my church. You know, we uh, we were we were playing, you know, a lot of contemporary worship, and, and we had a, a keyboard player, but she was you know, more old school, I would say. So, so she, you know, old school piano players tend to do too much on the piano. You know, they want to cover everything and just play a lot and just wail away. And so, you know, what, what, what we tend to like now is more pads and more, you know, ambient noises. So, so it was, it was, we're trying to make that transition. And, and I, and I decided one day I was like, well, why don't I just, you know, record some ambient noises and and pad sounds and you know we could just play them you know as an mp3 why not you know mm-hmm. you know the the concern was you know will it if you just play it you know on the root key will it work throughout the whole song type of thing and you know and i can go into the theory of all that and stuff but it, it works it yeah. works so uh but yeah basically so i, I actually recorded them uh, original the ones that i sell on the website aren't the definitely aren't the original ones i've tweaked them We've tweaked them. I've went to a professional studio and recorded the ones that that are on the website now. But it started out as you know, me on guitar just doing swells and ambient noises and as as much ambience as I could possibly get. And we ended up just playing them off off an iPod. And it just you know it kind of was oh my gosh you know this is this is awesome yeah. you know this sound this sounds great you know our keyboard player can. We don't even need a keyboard player. No, we didn't say that, but it was almost it was almost like that. So sure. so we started using them in acoustic sets, and I would take them when I would do small intimate Bible studies and stuff. And people were like, "Hey, man, where'd you get those? Uh, you know, I could really use those, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, man." So so it kind of grew organically from that, and you know, people asking me about them. So I was like, I could just you know start a website and distribute them to anyone in the world who wants them you know this seems like sure. something people would want so yeah. so i kind of i started the website not really knowing what would happen if people you know would really you know if the word would get out and it actually you know ended up doing really well and i and i, and I still sell a lot and people i talk, get to talk to worship leaders all, all over the world and stuff so it's really fun it's really awesome that's cool so you, you talked to a few, or not a few, you talked to a lot of worship leaders. What, what's like a, what's a cool story you've heard recently about like kind of the application of these loops? Um, a, a really cool church sent me this video of them doing a, it was like, it was a really creative, I think it was their Christmas service maybe. And it was a really creative thing they did with, 
the pad loops and what they were able to do is they would they played a video in the background and they used the pad loops during the video so they could transition so they could actually play during certain parts of the video be, because you know they could make the video whatever key they wanted the video to be in because they could play the pad loops because it's real ambient for videos and stuff and so they were able to transition uh in and out of the video like play while the video and come straight out of the video um with the uh with the pad loops you know running throughout the entire time it was really neat to watch hmm. Um, so if somebody wants to get them, what what did what do people typically use? Say so you started it with an iPod. Like what do people use to run them now? Uh, is it everybody just plugs an iPod in? What what's like the standard for the technical details for the worship leader that wants to get it going? What do they need like physically to do this? Yeah, uh, the 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 biggest point of the pad loops was is I know everyone doesn't you know run Ableton Live with the pedal and you know all that set up with the MIDI interface and all that kind of stuff. So so the biggest thing about the pad loops was is you can run them off of your phone, you know. And I still do it a lot of the time, you know. It's just it's just the easiest way to do it, you know. MP3 player, anything, or even iTunes off of your computer. That that's kind of I think that's what the nit, like the niche market kind of is right now. What what people want and what people you know, it's just the simplicity, whole simplicity of it. But but even if you want, you know, they come in MP3, so you can you can run them in Ableton, you can run them in, in Logic or Pro Tools, anything anything you want. Trigger them with a with some sort of like MIDI pedal or something like that. I've heard of plenty of ways to do it. There's some there's some apps I've heard of that you're able to like load tracks in and, and stuff like that. So any way you want to run it, you can run it basically. Cool. So tell tell me a little bit about your church. Where do you serve? Like, what's your week to week look like? Okay, I, uh, well, I actually just moved churches. So oh, I just moved to I just moved for school to Dallas. Okay. So I, I I'm not at the same church I was, and I've only been here for like three weeks. So I've just been uh just been serving and uh, getting involved at Ga- I don't know if you know Gateway Church. Yeah. In Dallas, so okay. I'm not not a full time worship pastor anymore. So I'm I'm full time. S- Full-time school on pad loops, basically. So what, what's it been like for the first couple of weeks? Uh, it's been cool. I mean, I like it. <laughs> school, you know, I've been out of school for so long, so, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a shock to have to get in a routine of learning stuff every day. So, sure. but I like it, you know, I'm, I'm going for music and worship, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could you explain a little bit, like, maybe the, the heart behind jumping into education? Because I know there's a lot of worship leaders out there who would really benefit from getting a worship education and it seems like a a lot of them don't like could you maybe speak into that a little bit yeah um well i honestly whenever i decided to do it it was you know i'm always trying to like i'm i'm the guy who's like i've been playing guitar for 10 years but i still want to take lessons you know everyone can get better everyone is is able to get better there's always someone who's better than you who can teach you something so i'm i'm that guy who's always trying to uh you know I, i i you know i like to try to better myself so so whenever um you know, I went to a worship conference and I, and I saw uh, I saw a booth for Gateways. You know, seminary school, which which you know people, which I, I'm one of the guys. Seminary, cemetery, school. You know, yeah. oh gosh, cemetery school. You know, <laughs> but uh, so I didn't know what to expect. I just knew I wanted to learn. You know, I wanted to learn. You know, worship and some in a little bit of Bible and, and things like that. You know, so so I started and I and I really didn't realize how much how important like having some like 
no, you know, firm like biblical like knowledge really really is until I until I got into it. Uh, this is actually my second semester. I took my first semester online. Okay. So, um, so having like some, you know. I hate to use the word theology, but I mean, that's, that's the word, you know, some of that stuff is so important. You know, you can learn so much about God, you know, when, you know, where, how, who do you know you are as a Christian if you don't, you know, understand what you believe right. kind of, kind of things. And so, I mean, it was, it was so, it was so, such a, such a big, my first class was like a biblical doctrine class. And it just, we talked about, you know, they're like, what do you think about cemetery cemetery? And they kind of explained the importance. I was like, you know what? I mean, I was one of those guys who was like, oh, I'm just going to grow up and be a, you know, theologian who just argues with everybody type thing. <laughs> but, but it ended up being like some great people who love the Lord. And, you know, we just learn about God. And, and it's really awesome because I'm learning so much about God. And, you know, it's so important to know what I believe as a Christian. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long story. But, I mean, it, it really is so, such a such an important thing, you know, to, to know what you believe about God. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, especially for worship leaders. I, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, just, definitely. There's a big lack in a lot of worship leaders for solid theology. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's for cool. Sure. What do you what do you think it is? I mean, this is completely just out of curiosity for myself. I'm, yeah. I'm in seminary too. What do you think it is about yeah. uh, so many people that learn it and then you kind of end up being the the arguing guy, like you said, like you know so much that you want to argue. What what do you? Oh yeah. What how how do you think you can like a, a seminary mm-hmm. student can protect themselves from going there? I've a I've kind of like developed my own theory on this. I mean, <laughs> but I, I think it I think it has a lot to do with a lot of. You know, because you're in school, you're learning about the Bible nonstop. You're learning about, you're reading, you're reading about God non, nonstop, you know, and, and, you know, that can just become, you know, mind-numbing if you're, if you're not, you know, continuously, you know, reading the Bible. You're reading the Word for school, but are you reading it, like, for your own personal relationship? It becomes all this, you have all this knowledge about God, but are you, are you, like, are you praying to Him on your own, you know? Are you, you are you, um you know, are you learning about him? Are you having your, your own personal relationship with God? You know, because whenever you're having to read the Bible nonstop for school, you know, it can be easy to skip over your own personal devotion time and say, you know, I've read the Bible nonstop. And, you know, so if, if it's whenever you like kind of get all this like knowledge of God, but you lose the relationship aspect of it, I feel like. And it can just it can just become a, a nonstop, monotonous, boring process. Kind of, it has a lot to do with the Pharisees. You know, they had all this head knowledge, but they, they lacked a, an actual relationship with mm. God. So anything, you know, they didn't have compassion and they didn't have love for people. You know, it was all, you know, la, 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 you know, yeah. book, word, word type thing. So that's good. I mean, that, that's kind of my thoughts, a, a shortened version of it. Yeah, that's good. Um, how how have you seen the depth of your worship grow? You said you did the last semester when you started. Like, what mm-hmm. what, have, what have you seen in your worship leadership? Um, it's a, it's actually been really awesome because because I've learned some things, you know, about uh, about kind of coming to God in in more of a the biggest thing for me personally. I, I give you a specific answer, answer was was coming to God um, in a, in an act of kind of reverence and you know God, you deserve this because you are God. You are omnipotent. You're the only one that's God. Not I. Whereas I used to come to God in a God, we love you. Give us some awesome stuff. You know. <laughs> Yeah. type of thing give us some awesome stuff instead of just you know starting with you know enter his gates through thanksgiving and praise you know god uh we we love you we we worship you you know that that's how god says come to come to me is through thanksgiving and praise you know don't don't ask me for anything until you've thanked me for everything so it was um 
that was a big shocker for me that was a, that's a specific specific answer of kind of when i got revelation of you know god through you know through through some bible classes you know who god is and just because he's god you know what i mean and so that was a, that's a specific answer cool well thanks for ta- chatting with you shaylin if people want to get, get in touch with you um where where are you located what's your website all your networks all that all right, so uh, you can get the pad loops at padloops.com. It's real simple. Just click download, and you, you go to that, and, you know, put in – I do PayPal. So put in PayPal, and, you know, you get an email to download them almost immediately. And so uh, that's how you do that. If you want to get in contact with me, you know, it's me at shaylenpalmer.tv. I have a website, shaylenpalmer.tv, where I blog and talk about, you know, worship and, you know, leadership and music and, and some things that – that I think are funny. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's, that's that. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting, man. No problem. Thank you. Cool. That's it for today's episode. As always, head over to thechurchcollective.com and contact us. We want to connect with you. We want to have you be a part of our community. It's just been so, so cool to connect with so many worship leaders and become better at what we do for God's glory.